You got knocked the fuck out, man! Listen to James Hollywood Machikari on the Morning Hook with China Dow. Monday through Friday at 8.15 Central Standard Time in the morning and rocking with Hollywood on Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time only on WMMRDB Rockford. What's up, everyone? Hollywood is bored sitting at the house right now. So I figured, you know what, I try to cheer everybody up out there. I seen uh, in general, uh, yeah, all you had to do was call... Uh, you know, B-I-L, man, we would have had fun with that one, uh, but, uh, how's everyone doing tonight, what the hell you doing listening to me, shouldn't you guys be out there riding or something, man, uh, so I figure I'd come on here, DJ for you a little bit, have some fun, and, uh, act stupid, that's what I usually do, man, and maybe, uh, read you a couple passages, uh, Brotherhood and Betrayal, and give you my thoughts on what I was thinking at the time, let me tell you i was uh pretty messed up uh anyway uh also we're gonna talk a little bit about how to deal with dishonest people there is so many out there it is it's disgraceful if you ask me I never understood and i you know we in uh china Dow covered this on uh the morning hoot about how people cannot just be themselves. They have to act like something or not. Well, we see a lot of this. A lot of this as far as feedback from YouTube, from Facebook, and all the social media. And you can actually tell how fake these people really are. And I wonder if that correlates to real life. I have to say yes, because if they're acting like something they're not, it's just funny as hell when they put this stuff on the internet. I actually went over why uh, motorcycle clubs supporters are morons. Hmm. I think they are. Have to admit, morons, morons, morons everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Dealing with dishonest people can cause a lot of stress for yourself, for your family, for others. So how do you deal with them? Now, Chinatown mentioned that I have an ability to read people. Well, that just didn't come overnight. I actually was kind of blessed growing up where I did, being around people I uh, was, to be taught from an early age how to test people, if you will. Let's just put it that way, test people, and about their intentions. I'm one of those guys who always believe the worst before I'll believe the good. That's the way I always am, always will be. And I look for tells. I look for body movement. 
especially eye contact. And just little quirks is what I'll look for. So dealing with dishonest people, you got to maintain a high level of consciousness. Meaning, use all your senses. Catch the quirks while you're listening, especially the body movement, the looking away, the trying to hide stuff from you. Now, in a relationship, this is easy stuff, especially if you've been around people or the person for a long amount of time. I see this all the time with some friends of mine. They'll come to me and tell me, well, this is what's happening, that's what happened. And the first warning sign in a relationship is them hiding their phones. Doing everything they can not to let you see a phone. Or they lock it out. And there's good ways, uh, you know, I can uh, really give you if you really wanted to get into a phone. It's very easy. But that's the first type of deal. And when it correlates to somebody that says you're a friend or says you're a brother, it's kind of like the same thing. They try hiding things from you. Sad state of affairs. Now, with your high level of consciousness, you're actually able to catch a lot more stuff. Because if you're too busy paying attention to what somebody's saying, what's going to happen is you're going to miss the tells. And the tells, again, are very important at this point. Especially when you first meet somebody. When you first meet somebody, you more often than not, I'd have to say 95% of the time, will run into somebody who has an agenda. Agendas are very dangerous, especially if they try to work on the inside to you. Most people out there that get busted for doing something allow people to get close and they put their guards down. If you put your guard down, you have no safety around you and you let them in on everything that you're thinking. You know, it's funny. If you actually, you know what, they said it in that, what is that, 70s Godfather deal. Never let anybody know what you're thinking. If you're sitting there having a conversation, you keep it casual. Don't ever, ever let them know what you're really thinking. Because it will cause some problems. And nowadays, technology, I don't understand how anybody whatsoever can talk to another person about some crap that's going on. You do not know if they're recording this shit. 
You know, it's funny. I've seen during uh, club meetings where they put the phones in a basket outside the meeting uh, deal. Well, here's the problem with that. Here's the problem. It might not be in their phone. They got pen cameras now. They even got cameras and audio stuffed in knives. Cigarettes. A fake cigarette. So, if you're in a club and you don't want anybody to know what's going on, you better maintain security a lot better than you are. And if you're doing something, never involve others, especially so-called brothers. Now, there's an aura that people put on when they have a, you know, a patch. Oh, no matter what, I'm behind you. Think about that for a minute. Will they be behind you if you're looking at 10 to 25? Of course they won't. There is very few people that remain committed to the L&H, which means what? L&H. Oh, loyalty and honor. There's very few people left out there. It's a me generation. Shit. Even some old timers are gone off of that. Yes, it used to mean something, but it don't mean anything now. So if you're naive enough to be doing something with others involved, I have to say you deserve what you get when the piper comes calling. Well, that's harsh, Hollywood. They only went in there thinking that they had brothers. When you get into a business aspect where money is involved, there is no brotherhood. Again, let me repeat that. When you get involved in something that has to do with money and power, there is no brotherhood. I do not care what kind of patch you are wearing, what kind of organization you're with. You can't trust them. You can only trust yourself. Always remember that. Only trust yourself. And why am I talking about this? Well, you know, my kid's doing time. And he gave me a call tonight. And he was telling me some of the people that's in there, what they're dealing with. And a lot of it had to do with drug crimes. You know, pushing, dealing. They were in there because of rats. You got to be more smart. And most of the time, they were ratted on by the people they were doing business with. See, in Illinois, to get out of a charge, especially if it's drug-related... You have to give three people up. Three people that you were working with. And we wonder why our prisons are filled with everything. See, reality and TV never ever 
meshes. A lot of people get these uh, wild ideas about how things work on the street. And if you never ever open up to the possibility that somebody is going to rat you out and you put this personal feeling of brotherhood up, you're going to be very disappointed, man. Very disappointed. Again, these are the type of people sitting behind bars because they couldn't read somebody. They thought somebody was backing them. But one thing they never understood, and I hope you guys do, is the human animal only cares about themselves. So if you're facing 10 to 25, do you really think somebody else is going to want to sit there next to you for 10 to 25? Hell no! All that tough guy stuff, all that freaking messing around with other people, and you can put it out on clubs as well, don't mean nothing anymore. They want out. Oh, the biggest thing is, I'm sorry for what I did. I should have never did it in the first place. I don't know how I let these brothers talk me into it. That's the first thing that happens. First thing. First thing. They're cutting and running. And I also asked them. I was like, man, how many bikers you got in there? And he said, not many. And I said, okay. Do you know any club members in there? And he did. He, you know, because he runs with the white boys. And he said, dad. As soon as they come in, their patch don't mean nothing to us. It don't matter who they're with. They have a choice. Because he's in a max. He is in a max. They have a choice. You join us, or you're on your own and you won't make it more than six months. So, if they're a patch member... They're never supposed to join another organization. That is like voodoo or something like that. That's a no-no. At least that's what these clubs portray. Now, I'm not trying to pick on clubs, but, you know, that's stuff that a lot of my listeners can understand. I ask them, how long does it take them to flip? Oh, Dad, it, it happens when the, you know, within the first couple weeks. I said, no shit. But on the street, they're all this, 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 and this. But they flip within a couple weeks to get involved? Well, yeah, it's kind of like they got no choice, Dad. You're either going to bang or you're going to end up with a freaking knife in your throat. Because we all rock together. 
See, my kid's a street kid. He knows what's up. But it kind of... And these guys I'm talking to about went to prison, but they did it with honor because they didn't rat. Hopefully not. They took their punishment. They knew the game. They played it. So they went in and they're doing their time. But one thing that's funny, once you get into a prison environment, everything changes. Then you're with the real deal. You know, there's a lot of people on the street that talk smack. They'll say, well, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Yeah, right. Come on. Only 0.1% is going to do anything. But when you get into the joint, that's where you get around the men that will do some shit. It's always interesting having conversations uh, with him about this, even though I hate that he's there. But it shows you how a man stands tall. There's, and it gets through all the hypocritical bullshit. You know, one thing uh, that I talked about, what is it, last week or something, is how you see so few long-term members of a club. Long-term members meaning 20 years and up. And you rarely see any 45s or 50s. Rarely see it. And that tells you something. If somebody's going to just leave, unless they have a good reason like family or a job, because it's supposed to be family, job, club. So if they got two uh, deals like that, why they have to leave, I get it. But if they leave for any other reasons... Is like, well, wait a second here. I thought we're brothers. That means family. And when you leave a club, trust me, you're no longer family. Just trust me on that one. I've heard all the horror stories on that stuff. And that just goes back to, you know, what I was talking about with dealing with dishonesty. Is... Well, they were being dishonest from the start then. If they didn't believe in what they were doing, people should have known. But hey, clubs are so hard up right now for members, they accept anybody and everybody. Which, hey, it's their deal. Hey, I don't give a shit. But if you're running an organization where you're dealing with other street organizations... It doesn't make you look good. When I come back, I'll kind of read you something from Brotherhood and Betrayal.
Security! This is one DJ you don't wanna fuck with. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Listen to James Hollywood Machikari Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Rockin' with Hollywood. And listen to the best 80s heavy metal to today. Rock on! Oh yeah, you out there rocking out, I oh man, it is a day where uh, Hollywood is pretty bored right now, and people are like, damn man, what's up with this subject and stuff like that, and it's been a down day for Hollywood, a down day, uh, I found out probably around 6 o'clock that a dear friend of mine, you know, we knew each other since kids, we went through all the bullshit together as kids. He went by the name Cicero Red. And I was informed by his wife that he was gunned down. They put a couple in his chest. They put a couple in his head. And, you know, you accept that kind of stuff because that's the game. But was messed up about it was... A close time associate of his is the one that set him up on this deal. All about money. He knew the risk. Again, he knew it. Hardcore guy, straight up. But they emptied a clip, basically. And that is kind of why I'm bringing up this topic because you can't trust anybody especially in the business he was in good guy had kids the whole nine yards but hey he was a street guy so it's funny when I hear a lot of people on social media talking to game when real life is so much different. Set up by your own people. That's messed up. Anyway. Brotherhood and Betrayal. If you haven't got it yet. I do have signed copies. All you have to do is get a hold of China now. Chapter 3. Actually let me read this quote from Lawrence Fishburne on a motorcycle you can't really think about more than where you're at there's freedom that comes with it from stress, worry sweating the small stuff so chapter 3 I write one of the most frequent questions I get at Insane Throttle is quote Why do you repeatedly knock brotherhood? This is a legitimate question. And you'd have to read the other chapter. Chapter 2. You're in or you're out. I'm a realist. My view on many subjects come from a street aspect. I personally believe one must always keep themselves focused on reality and human nature. This is something many people do not do most of the time. Instead of keeping themselves grounded in reality, 
they allow emotions to overcome logical thinking. Do I think true brotherhood exists? Maybe. But not so much in the club scene. Sure. Brotherhood is the draw for most people that want to join. The problem is they will never find it. And they will never get what they are looking for. And here is a prime example why. When someone leaves a motorcycle club... Those once brothers start fading out of your life more and more every day. I know, you thought brotherhood was supposed to last a lifetime. Not true. When you leave the club, ex-members of the clubs will read this and say to themselves, Damn straight. Brotherhood ends at the clubhouse door when you lay those colors down. Another example of so-called brotherhood, and again, this is chapter 3 of Brotherhood and Betrayal. When is, or another example of so-called brotherhood is when a supposed brother turns his back on you and makes a deal with law enforcement. Boy, we see that all the time, don't we? Regardless of what propaganda you hear or read about uh, concerning clubs, the club knows when their members are committing crimes. Those who say they don't are stupid. The one thing about human nature, everyone seeks support no matter what they are undertaking. It also is human nature for people to brag about what they are doing. So with that said, do you believe the clubs generally don't know what's happening? Of course they do. Of course they do. Naive, you know, being naive ain't helpful. That's why throughout the whole book, I talk about making sure you know that you're the only one that matters. Because people turn on, <laughs> turn on a dime when it's affecting them or their families. And no, uh, you know, it's not that I'm going to be trying to be a dick on with this one. But if you're one that talks to your woman about your business, you deserve the time. The number one thing that's going to happen, especially if there's little kids involved, is those little kids are going to be leveraged against the woman And the woman's going to have no choice but to defend those kids because they're like uh, lionists. They got to defend the cubs. And they're going to turn your ass in. Going to happen real quick. Actually, my kid found that out. It was his broad that turned right away. No ifs, ands, or buts. Fed's knocking down the clubhouse's door. They had an undercover agent infiltrate the club. And a lot of that has to do with not putting people through a time period where you can find something out. 
a regular background check ain't going to tell you dick. Not even a freaking uh, NSA check. It's not going to tell you nothing. It might tell you a freaking if they got bankruptcies, criminal record, whatever you. It ain't going to tell you anything behind that, you know, beyond that. That's where you got to work the background of the guy. Watch him. That's the number one thing. Watch him. Where does he leave after he goes to the clubhouse? Tell him something to see if it comes full circle. That's very important. That's what this prospect period was supposed to be about. But now that they're so hard up, they're taking anybody. Hell, you got a major 1% club flipping chapters of the Iron Order. The Iron Order are being flipped. A lot of their chapters by a major 1% club that has a huge history going back decades. But because they want expansion, they want numbers, they're doing whatever they can to get them. And that's when the cops come in. That stuff, uh, you know, for example, the Conan... That was a freaking inside job. Everybody knows that. But that's what you get. Here's where this brings the previous paragraph full circle. The agent who infiltrated the club just acted like one of the club members. This said he knew every detail of what was going on because people cannot keep their mouths shut. Don't care what type of organization you're in. Keep your damn mouth shut when you're doing business. If you don't, your ass would be sitting behind bars because those so-called brothers covered their asses and ratted you out. True story. So back to the dishonesty with people. You guys believe in karma? I believe in karma. I believe it comes back and kicks you in the ass. And I believe that happens with dishonest people. At least that's what we hope for. And I just pulled this article up during the break. Forget an eye for an eye. That's what it says. The hell you talking about? Forget it. Eye for an eye. Now karma, and I gotta freaking uh, agree a little bit. Negative actions come back as bad karma. But then you say, well what do I do? Do I just lay down and let this person do what they're doing? Well, if you're, you know, watching their body motions and stuff like that, You get rid of them right off the bat, man. You don't let them get close to you. But it depends, you know. An eye for an eye could mean something different on the street than it does in regular people's lives. Most people will let somebody fuck them four, five, six times. 
That's what would happen. And here I am looking at Discord, and, uh, you know, I have to have China Dow playing with a cucumber. I know what she's going to be using tonight. <laughs> oh, gotta love China Dow. She was pissed because she actually, you'll hear a sweep, sweeper tomorrow morning. And, uh... She wrote it. It was a good write. But then I try to have her do the actual freaking uh, sweeper. And she couldn't get it. So she gets all in her bipolar bullshit as usual. (laughs) Now they say respond with genuineness and honesty. See, that's a problem I have with all people. I'm, as China Dow would say, I'm too blunt. That's the only way I know. And that's why I, you know, a man should be is with genuineness and honesty. If you're a fucknut, call him a fucknut. That's what I was taught. You know, you don't sit there and let him pull on your Johnson. The minute you think they're bullshitting you, get rid of them. I don't know what's so hard about that kind of stuff. I really don't. And we have Vipers talking about, uh, you know, Nita has a bit of girth. You know, you know, my question, Donna, is that something that you would put all the way in? Just, you know what, it's just a question. I think it looks like you will enjoy something like that. Freaking China, though. <laughs> I'm going to go to a break. Fucking broads. <laughs> My old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its scenes while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my Hearing with 
Central Standard Time for the Hoot with China Dow and Hollywood on WMMRDB Rockford. You know, they're in there playing with fucking cucumbers and stuff like that. And, you know, I was like, okay, okay, you know, enough of seriousness and stuff like that. And I wanted to ask you guys a question. Since we're talking about meeting new people and stuff like that, and your first impressions of them, what's the dirtiest thought you've ever had about a total stranger? And I know us men have these. You know, I just can uh, look at the Cards of Humanity, uh, you know, segment on the morning show and know that you guys are a bunch of freaks. So I know when you run into somebody, what's your dirtiest thought that you've ever had about a total stranger? Now mine, you look at a cute-ass broad, and you think to yourself, man, can we get behind that garbage can? You get on your knees and stuff like that, and I'll just treat you like the hoe that you are? I know, I'm bad. That's how I look at it. I'm bad. I get it. But so are women. You got China Doll over there holding a freaking 12-inch freaking uh, cucumber five inches around, and Donna's getting all wet. So I know you women are like that. So what's the dirtiest thought you've ever had about a total stranger? I don't think I have to ask China Doll, man, because she sees them all the fucking time. 
She's probably thinking about the cucumber in her freaking, uh, you know, hoo-ha or something like that. Me, I'm more traditional than you guys. You know, some of you guys probably like dressing in leather, uh, playing with the freaking Blue Oyster song. And, of course, Morbic comes in. I got to love Morbic. Wonder if she'll uh, let me stick it in her butt. Now, according to China Doll, well, she only has one strike today. If she gets three strikes, she gets a colon cleanse. Now, I do know some women that are in to the butt. Sometimes you wonder, what kind of fucking freaks are they? You have to wonder. Do women, like, get in ringed in the ass? Does that, is that what turns them on, that they don't have no control? I've always wondered this. I know damn well that men like it, especially if the broad has a tight ass. But sometimes you gotta worry, okay? You gotta worry. If you jump in that ass and you fall in, somebody else has been there. And it ain't gonna be no fun for you. It's no fun when they got an ass that is big enough to fit a semi through. Now, I have to give it to China. Nice and tight. That's why she says, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Dark soul, go to your women Bible. <laughs> You know what? They don't. I, they probably don't have uh, anything on that situation. You know, it's kind of funny when you do go for the freaking butt. It always does end up in a cup and go, as China Dow says. Always ends up that way. And that Cards of Humanity deal that we were talking about, how do you stop an orgy? I think that happened at one of our orgies at the club broad just ran man you know at least she made it to the bathroom all you hear is <laughs> that was all you hear it was like now you wonder why hollywood says it's a colon cleanse because you close you know you cleanse that colon i do feel sorry for women that get a 12 inch dick up their ass you know you know that's kind of a little excessive there if you ask me even a 10-inch dick. But what is your dirtiest thought? You know, I, I always think we end up on ass-fucking. You know, that has to be some kind of fetish. Is it a fetish for you men to want to bend a broad over and just give it to her? Are you one of the men who like telling the broad, take it? Take it all in. And here she is. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. That is some funny shit, man, right there, Marvick. Uh Only you could say that kind of stuff. And look at that. He's got that meme up there pushing that bitch off the fucking deal. <laughs> and that's another thing I wonder, guys. Why in the hell... Do we call women hoes when they get in something, but us men, we're a gigolo? I don't get it. 
Donna. Odd that I know she'd be in this conversation. Hollywood. I think about good of, uh, well, I think about how good of a fuck he will be. Can he actually satisfy me sexually at the tight, which is not a small one? So, you're willing, from what I'm hearing here, correct me if I'm wrong, that you let him poke in the ass so he gets all excited and stuff so he can fulfill what you want him to do. That's what I'm reading here. That I'm just asking, not trying to be a dick. You let him pop you in the poop shoot to see. Hopefully, he has a rubber on. Hopefully, because ain't that kind of nasty? A freaking uh, sticking in a, uh, a broad's ass, and then the next thing you do is you turn around and poke the taco. You know, personally, with a taco, I don't think you put black sauce on that shit. Or brown sauce, whatever it may be. Here's another question. Come on, guys, you got to get ready for these. Because this is a prelude to something else. The dirty knobs and atomic rubber. <laughs> You better cover that shit, man, if you're going there and the fucking, uh, you're going to slam into a freaking Hershey Highway, man. You better cover that stuff, man. You know, I think men can actually get a disease from that, can they not? I have to look that up at, an, you know, another break. I think there's some, uh, there, uh, you know, give you a urinary tract uh, type of deal if they're not clean or if they have one of them cup and go moments. I don't know. You got to tell me. Do you prefer sex at night, in the morning, mid-afternoon, or now? And I know a lot of you guys are going to say now. But me personally, when I do decide that I want to have sex, it ha- you know what? I kind of like the morning or mid-afternoon. And why? Because you guys, you probably have the same issue when you're done freaking uh, dropping some jizz in her. You got to take a piss. And then it's like, it seems every half hour to an hour, you got to take another piss. That kind of right there kills the deal for having sex at night because you're always pissing and then you want to go to bed. You don't want to have to want to wake out of bed in a nice freaking dream about a stranger you want to freaking do and have to take a piss. So I would have to say morning or afternoon for myself. And I think your preference would have to be, if you're a guy, something like that. Now, if your old lady gets off late... Like somebody I know, then sometimes you have to just put in the work. Because once in every great while, a woman deserves something. Even though it might be a minute or two, they deserve something. So you got to give it to them. 
You gots to. Yes, I get it. It might be a lot of work. I consider that, you know, a lot of work. I feel for somebody uh, who goes with Donna because she'll probably have you up to 4 o'clock in the morning. She'll probably be there ready with the blue pill or the penis pump to make sure you get hard. I think so. I think she'd be right there with it. Oh, you just came, have a cigarette, time to get back to work. I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? You got me fucked up. I ain't no damn Energizer Bunny. I don't believe in Duracell. I ain't made for that kind of crap. You got to go get you an 18-year-old or something like that. Because at 18, man, that's all you wanted to do. You wanted to pump just like my dogs do. You know, I got a pit bull that's in heat right now. Screwing my Jack Russell. They're scissoring all the time because they're two female dogs. I look at my pit bull. I say, what the hell is wrong with you? That ain't dick. Of course, she's never, you know, had any dick. So I guess that's how she gets off. You know, that brings me to the deal where, okay, uh, I guess scissoring for females work because my dogs do it. That's the only way I had to explain it. Two female dogs going at it. So that's what women should be doing. Because I don't know how else that they're getting off unless they're getting a dildo shoved up their taco. Well, we just rub it together and it's the nerve endings. That's what China Dow tells me. You know what? I should actually invent one of them dirty knobs. A doggy strap on. That would work. That would work. So that's what China Dow tells me. We rub together. I was like, okay, is that a sensual thing? Or is it just about getting off? Still hasn't answered that one. Still hasn't answered that one. See, there's a lot of things that a woman can do that I guess a man can't. A woman, which I, by the way believe are all freaking bi they can't lie to me you try to tell me a woman that's not bi I'm gonna smack you in the mouth they love pussy just as good as we do they'll get down there and they'll eat it for hours which hey I wish I had a freaking uh, somebody I can tag out with China doll she that's all she wants it's like damn man come on tag out shit so I have to get myself, uh, you know, a backup. So for me, going back to the question, it's, you know, morning, mid-afternoon. And Dada says, I will let the guy rest. Please, I'm not that mean. Yeah, you'll let him have a cigarette, then you got the penis pump right back on him. Saying, you got to get hard. Come on, I haven't gone yet. You know, I always say, what the hell, man? Sex is supposed to be for the man. Ain't supposed to be for no women all the time. Sex for women was intended to have babies. You try to work us all the time. How do you turn a dishwasher into a snowblower? 
give her a shovel. I like that wondering knobs. That was funny shit right there. Now that I'm talking about sex, you don't see uh, China Dow with her cucumber. I have to see, can she like deep throat one of them cucumbers? I think everybody would want to see that. Let's see if you, she can deep throat a cucumber. She gonna play all innocent now. Because Hollywood's paying attention in Discord. <laughs> oh, poor China Dow. Poor China Dow.
download the Insane Throttle Radio app and listen to the hottest modern rock on the planet. No commercials at all, just hard rock and roll, baby. Download the Insane Throttle Radio app for Android now on Google Play. Rock on. Man, what the hell is this, Donna? Really, you miss the rumble, my dear? I have skills? I didn't get any head. What the hell, man? That's some bullshit. You gave you gave your skills to somebody else, and I didn't even get a freaking Canadian blowjob. That's bullshit. Unbelievable. The host of the freaking party didn't get a freaking head. I can't believe you. How disappointing. Anyway, I'm sitting here watching these memes that, of course, Morbik put in there of a broad, uh, you know, swallowing a cucumber. And that reminds me, women, what is with you guys with blowjobs? What is with you guys? Why do you always concentrate on sucking on the head of a dick? Us men like to feel the back of your tonsils. But no, you play with the top. That ain't a good blowjob. If you really want your man to fall in love with you, you have to bob on the knob all the way down. And guys, if a broad ain't giving you a good blowjob, here's some advice. Put your hand on the back of their head, and when they're going down in the downward motion, just stuff it in their mouth. Sure. A lot of guys, you know, they're going to have a gag reflex, but they'll get over it. You got to train your woman, people. Shit, China Dow didn't suck dick until I made her. I was like, you think I'm going to stick around you don't suck dick? You're dumb. And I know a lot of men feel that way. To make sure that your man sticks around, you should schedule a daily blowjob. Just saying, you, you got to schedule a daily blowjob for your man. Because if you don't, with the way our minds work, they're going to go out and get a blowjob somewhere else. And when you do give a blowjob, what the hell give an actual blowjob? Stop just fucking around with the head. Men look at you stupid. While you're back of the heads in their face, they're like, what the fuck is this, man? This ain't no turn on. What the hell is this? That's what they're thinking in their head. They want you to swallow it whole. Just think of it as a hot dog, women. That's all you have to do. Think of that. Or a chocolate bar. Something like that. You even get a good filling at the end. You get some vanilla cream. Might be a little salty. But at least you get something out of the deal. I believe the woman that gives a blowjob, you know, you have to give a happy ending for the woman. Maybe you should have stayed at the Rumble. You would have seen lots of what crazy Canadian is could do. I only went to bed at nighttime. 
You could have said head of Hollywood. Let's go over in the truck, man. I'm going to suck you dry. That's all you would have had to say. My pants would have been down before I got to the truck. It would have been easy. Boom. Where are you going? I'm going to get a blowjob. I'll see you in a minute. I'm very, I'm frank. Very frank. And I believe that I'm a good judge of a blowjob. I know when a woman does a good one. And I know when a woman can't suck a dick. I prefer when a woman can suck the chrome off of a trailer hitch. I don't like one that just plays. Have you ever seen one of them broads who just put it in their mouth and they think jacking you off is going to get you off? They think that's a blowjob. No! You got to put a lot of work into it. And a man can tell when you're just doing it to do it. They don't get off on that kind of stuff. They don't like the head bobbing at 60 miles an hour. You're not going to get a guy off that way, women. You got to go nice and slow. Because if you're going fast 60 miles an hour with your head, thinking that it's going to get over quick, you're dumb. It ain't going to happen. You got to suck that dick slow. As soon as you start sucking the dick fast... He's like, this ain't what I was looking for. <laughs> Grandpa Slayer, when they call her the bobber, you know she's good. The bobber. <laughs> but am I right, guys? Like Dirty Knobs just say, you don't want to give a woman, uh, you know, whiplash or any of that shit. No, you don't want that. You want their, them to sit there and take their damn time. You want to build that load up where you blow the back of their head off. I'm just saying. That's what men expect. I like Barb's answer. Slow and hard all the time. Yeah, you got to put some suction in that blowjob. Because if you don't put suction in there... Guy might as well go get a vacuum. Might as well do it. Now, why do you think I was given blowjobs, Hollywood? I did lots of stuff. Well, if you were giving blowjobs out, you could have said, Hey, Hollywood, you know, you want a blowjob? This is how us Canadians do it. But no, you didn't come to Hollywood and say that. You tell Hollywood after the fact that, yeah, I would have, you know what? I would have gave you a present from the, you know, crazy Canadian. So here I am with no blowjob, and I gotta be, a, you know, I gotta be, a, you know, pissed off about that. That's not right. You don't do that to Hollywood. You don't say, "Hey, I, I, I'm gonna suck your dick," and not do it. Sad state of affairs. What a bummer. I had fun with China. Why'd you give her head? I know she likes head. 
You know, China loves a woman down on that freaking taco all the time, and, you know, she does the same thing. She loves giving head. So China now gets head, but Hollywood doesn't give head. That is messed up, man. So messed up. China now gets a freaking uh, snatch licked, and I can't even get a freaking load off. That's just wrong. Nasty business right there to leave Hollywood out of this. Nasty business. Unbelievable. I'm so disappointed in you. So disappointed. Craziness. China now gets off and I don't. My goodness. What the hell is this world coming to when you can't even give the host of the party a blowjob? China now, I'm a giver. Did she make your toes curl, Donna? I know she did. And that's what I'm doing, Graystar. I'm crying like a baby right now because I didn't get a fucking blowjob. That's messed up. You know, you got to give the dog a bone once in a while.
ladies and gentlemen. Rock, roll, and remember WMMR BB Rockford. Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited to announce, announcing right now on the radio, that I have uh, secured a. Ah, how can I say it? Uh, secured a location, potentially. I will be starting up the Swingers Club again. Yes, Hollywood is back. And we're going to be setting up that club. And next year, we have the property to host a Swingers Campout. Yes, I'm going to have people all over the place come in to this camp out. China Dow's just hearing it now. It's going to be called China Dow's Paradise. There's going to be a lot of women, and I'm going to have, like uh, Shocker does, a pig pen. And that corral, I'm going to put all the women in like I used to do. And the men get to watch, and they're going to see a lot of licking going on. A lot of moaning and a lot of groaning. And don't worry, guys, you're not going to have to see a woman taken in the ass, and next thing you know, she lets loose uh, some thunderous diarrhea on you. Oh, man, do I have all kinds of games planned for our guest. Ah, the camp out. Oh, I got to talk about the camp out. So, we're thinking probably September because it's too fucking hot in July and August. So, we're going to do a September deal for this camp out. I'll come up with a name or China Dow will come up with a cool name. Maybe I can combine it with Halloween or some shit. You know, the old days where you used to put on the mask so you didn't know who you're fucking. So maybe I'm going to do that. It's going to be in September next year. It's going to be a blowout type of situation. I might even get some bands because this shit is in the country. Unincorporated. Hollywood's letting loose, man. I don't got to deal with no township zoning bullshit. Oh, Donna, there'll be lots of women. Lots of women there. Need lots of males. Oh, you know what? You know what? Here's what I suggest, Donna. Okay, here's what I suggest for you. I'm going to give a little insight for you to find somebody that's a swinger. It's called SLS. That's what I believe it's called. Swingers Lifestyle. Dot com. And what you can do is you can look locally for a single guy that just wants to fuck. No freaking strings attached, any of that stuff. They just want to fuck. It's a good website. A lot of freaks out there. You know, they got different categories on there. Tame is... I think you're a voyeur. Then you got another level where, you know, it's blowjobs, oral, shit like that. Then finally, 
You have freaks. Where they want to get down. You know, I think I'm going to have a BS uh, DM area at the campground. I know I'm going to have it at the regular uh, club. But I'm going to have one of them rooms where you freaks like beating the shit out of each other. Then I'll have a ladies only room. I think you guys are going to love that one. Guys, sorry, can't go in. And then I'll have the orgy room. Where I get about, I don't know, 10, 20 couples in there and just get going. That's one of my favorite parts. Just, hey, pass that one over here. Or pass that one over there. I like that kind of stuff. I'm a freak that way. Don't worry, I have someone. I have someone as freaky as me. I don't think anybody could be as freaky as you. I just don't. I don't. I don't believe it. You're a freak. A freak that didn't give Hollywood a blowjob at his own event, but a freak nevertheless. That kind of sucks. Disappointed in you, I really am. So, it's going to be called the China Dolls... Uh, fuck, I just forgot. What is it? China Dolls Retreat? China Dolls Freak? <laughs> Come on, give me some names there, man. Uh, China Doll, I'm playing. Woohoo! So is Hollywood. <laughs> By the way, bring me a freaking six-pack of Heineken home, will you? <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> you fucking women are worse than we are one. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Uh I'm gonna give you uh, a couple more songs and uh you know I'm gonna DJ a little bit and uh get my thoughts together. I'll be right back.
You know what? I need to have Donna record me MP3s to have her own show and stuff. Donna Sex Corner. You know, I think all you women would listen to that kind of stuff. I'll play it on the radio. If you guys want to do a show, you want to try uh, yourself out at DJing or something, let me know. And I'll get you a show time, man. Uh, maybe Donna Sex Corner once a week or some shit like that. That would be funny as hell. Let me try out my new phone system here. See if it freaking works. I'm going to try calling China Doll here. See if she picks up. Come on. I know you're there. Oh, it seems to be working on the radio. I need somebody to call me. <laughs> yeah, she ignored my ass, man. You know what? Maybe I should call her at work, dummy. Because she's actually watching this shit on Discord. So let me play around here. Uh, get her phone number from work. I think this would be fun. You know what? I should start taking calls in the morning too, shouldn't I? Okay, come on. Give me the fucking number. I don't even have my own wife's number. Isn't that fucking shit or what? That's probably stupid. Let's see here. Uh, here we go. I got the number. I got the number. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. I didn't have this prepared. Uh, here we go. Almost. Almost. Probably calling the local whorehouse knowing me. Hello. Calls to this number are being screened by Smart Call Blocker. Please say your name after the, the tone. Fuck this is this? Sound. Hollywood. Hello. Calls to this number. Oops! I called the wrong number. <laughs> Oh, do I feel like a dickhead right about now, man? I'm fucking telling people I'm Hollywood and shit. I should do some phone scams while we're at it here. Okay, let's see here. Maybe this is the right one. Rockton Mobile, this is Ann. How may I help you? No shit, I know you're Ann. You're China Dow. Really? How are you doing? I'm working. What are you doing? How is it you get freaking uh, Donna and I didn't get a blowjob? That is bullshit. <laughs> jealous much? Yeah, I am fucking jealous. That's some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> seriously? Yeah, seriously. You get fucking you bomb on the freaking coochie and I get I no not. dick. What I the hell? Not. I did not. All she did was she stuck her tongue around my throat like a lot. You think I you think I believe that? <laughs> no, really? I slept in the tent with my sister. What does that tell you? You're committing freaking incest, you nasty ass. Hot, ew, you're gross. You slept in the tent with her. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything went on, you nasty. Incest, unbelievable. You're terrible. And I don't get a blowjob. Donna's over there on her freaking knees with everybody else but me. <laughs> that's, that's the definition of insanity. Why didn't you call me? You, you, 
We did it right in front of you. <laughs> oh, Donna slept with Dark Soul. Man, you rat real quick. <laughs> Who said that? Freaking Donna. He gets a Hummer and I don't. <coughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about on the show tomorrow? Are we going to talk about China's Paradise? What are we doing? I, I, are you excited about China's Paradise? Finding yeah, a location? On the air, that was kind of interesting. It happens. I do everything on the air. Yeah, I noticed. Everybody needs to know. Okay, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow morning. Oh, what's well, our, well, our new game? Our new game is coming. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. I got to let okay. you go. You're boring. I'm boring because I'm working. Bye-bye. You're boring. Anyway, guys, I'll see you tomorrow morning at 8.15 Central Standard Time. This was just like a throw-you-up show just to have some fun and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, we got a new segment that's going to play out tomorrow. I think you're going to enjoy it personally because you're all fucking freaks. Uh, so, anyway, I am disappointed at Donna. I got to let her know that. Uh, not giving me a Hummer at uh, the Rumble in the Woods, you know. I wouldn't have told anybody, you know. I wouldn't have said nothing, you know, if you believe that, something's wrong. Because uh, I am a radio guy and I discuss everything on the radio. Uh, but anyway, uh, you guys have a good one. Uh, tomorrow morning, we do have some biker news happening. Uh, so that'll be on YouTube. And then right afterwards, I'm going to switch right back over and pick on China Doll. I'll catch you guys later. Back to auto.